gates began to open, he started walking. As Ghost reached step number 31, the sleek nose of Alexis LFA eased out of the gate, just as it did every morning at 9.20. The driver of the car and owner of apartment 729 glanced over the top of his designer sunglasses and then accelerated into the passing traffic. From his weeks of watching, Ghost knew the man wouldn't return until evening and Ghost had a key to his apartment. Twenty-one more paces should take him to the gates just as they closed. He'd practiced it enough times. The bit he hadn't practiced was what happened when he stepped inside. Just as the gates closed, he slipped in and casually continued walking onto the apartments. He was a resident, after all, he told himself. If that didn't work, plan B was to say he was lost. Plan C involved the plastic bag under the car, but he hoped it wouldn't come to that. As on all the other mornings, the security guard was asleep in his bulletproof booth after a long night. Ghost hurried past, catching a glimpse of a semi-automatic pistol in the guard's holster. Private security guards were worse than cats. Bored and underpaid, they shot first and asked questions later. Ghost pushed open the doors to the apartment building, and stepped onto plush green carpet. He hit the elevator button and watched the Japanese numbers count down. The elevator doors pinged open, and he stepped inside. He pressed button number seven and straightened his tie in the mirror. It was all about attention to detail. That's what had gotten him this far. A few seconds later, the elevator doors pinged open again, and Ghost peered out onto the seventh floor. From the safety of the elevator, he figured out which way the door numbers ran. He needed to look like he knew where he was going. Just before the doors closed, he stepped out into the corridor and turned left. Blast. An empire woman with narrow eyes, bright lipstick, and a floral kimono was walking toward him. He continued on, hoping his surprise and panic hadn't shown on his face. He smiled and nodded at her as he passed but he could have sworn he caught a glimpse of suspicion in her eyes. He also thought her footsteps had suddenly stopped behind him. Was she watching him? Every instinct screamed at him to turn around and check. Stay calm and look like you know where you're going. In his panic, he had walked past two doors. If one of them was number 729, he was in trouble. Without moving his head, he quickly looked left and right, until he found the correct door. He took out his key and pushed it into the lock, praying that Squint's preparations had been as meticulous as always. From the corner of his eye, he could see the woman standing at the elevator. Whether she was watching him, he couldn't tell. He twisted the key and hoped there wouldn't be an alarm or roommate inside. There wasn't. He stepped inside and closed the door, holding his breath as he waited for a knock. None came and relief hissed out of him like air from a balloon. Stupid woman. If he hadn't met her, he could have stayed in the apartment for a while, enjoyed it, eaten some posh food, had a soda from the fridge, watched TV. But there was no time for that now. He needed to grab what he could and run. The apartment was classy, like something he'd seen on TV, with white leather sofas and a view of the ocean. He peeped down over the balcony and saw the Empire woman talking to the security guard, who was now awake and reaching for the phone. Blast. 
Ghosts raced through the place, rifling through drawers, searching cupboards, and upturning mattresses. He found some cash, the owner's passport, a designer watch, and some gold jewelry. He was stuffing these into his pockets when there was a loud rap on the door, followed by a shout in Japanese. Kebinda! Ekero! Security. Ghost's heart stopped. Plan B was definitely not going to work. No one would believe he was lost in someone's apartment. He was trapped. The only other way out was the balcony, but that was seven floors above ground. Time for plan C. He took off his jacket and spread it out on the floor, then ripped off his tie and shirt and placed those on top. Next, he added his shoes, socks, and trousers. He looked down at his briefs, then at the apartment door. He whipped them off and added them to the pile. Using the sleeve.